Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are talking about Microsoft and the outage they had over the past weekend. Dude, yeah, they did, they and had a they had a, a rough go of it. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, what that what that really really means uh, for us and games. Uh, there, you know, that we gaming collectively. I didn't rebel against it. I remember saying I'm for it back in the day. Well, you know, the the future of gaming that Microsoft uh, uh, envisioned um, whenever the first Xbox One launched, uh, yeah. and and uh, the kind of like the backlash against that. But now. You know, we've kind of backed ourselves into it. We didn't yeah. know we were here, and now we're here. So many, like, and especially, like, um, with the services of, like, Game Pass and PS Plus and stuff like that, like, this is going to be, this is going to be a thing, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but Xbox has, over the weekend, got beyond all of that and into, yeah, like, basically all of the worst fears of, of you know, what, would, what year would have that been? 2012, 2011? Um, realized. Yeah, something like that. Um yeah, dude, it's a, it's a, it's, it was, it's very interesting. I think 2011, isn't it? Didn't 20, yeah, because like last year, uh, 2021, wasn't that the, the 10 year anniversary of Xbox One? Probably. I'll look and see. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it was, uh, I, I don't know. It could have been 2020, 2010. Is, no, 2010 was not, no, it was not 2010. And it wasn't 2011. Okay, I so think it was 2013. It was Yes. November 22nd, 2013. I was about to say, because whenever I got married in 2010, and that was nowhere near <laughs> the Xbox One. Makes sense. Makes sense. But yeah, so 2013. Um, so, you know, we're we're there, Chris. We're, we're, we're where everyone feared that we would be. Yep. Uh, the always online, always connected future. The, the future where if, if something goes wrong, I can't access not just the games that I have digitally downloaded to my console, but the games that I physically have on discs. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Um, but Chris, that's, uh, that's later. What have you been up to this week? Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, last night... The, well, we recorded this on uh, Thursday night, but so yesterday, Wednesday, the Godzilla King Kong Monarch event happened in Call of Duty. It's still ongoing. It's going for the next two weeks, and I uh, played played some of that last night. It is wild, John. Dude, it is. Uh, I I'm disappointed I didn't play it because like I completely. It was just that I forgot. I forgot what day of the week it was. I literally mm. woke up today and I was like, it's Wednesday. But it's no, it's totally Thursday today. Um, so, but yeah, so I totally forgot. And I was looking at the details, and dude, it looks like like one of the like most in depth and 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 strange limited time events that I've ever read about. Yeah, so basically you've got uh, King Kong and Godzilla wreaking havoc. Godzilla is like basically walking around in the water on the outside of the island, and King Kong's on the inside of the island throwing rocks everywhere. Um, and Godzilla's shooting that like laser fire breath that he has. And um, it's a really strange game mode in that you kind of have 
have over the course of the map have to play it uh, in like a few different ways. So when when you first drop, you you have opportunities like I think two or three times a match to um, shoot and do damage to Godzilla or King Kong, and if you stagger them, you can do a lot of damage and. Um, as you do more damage, you get uh, rewards, and so you can you can get a gas mask. You can eventually get a loadout. That's the only, literally the only way to get a loadout in this mode is Dude, to do damage so to wild. them. Wild. But here's the thing: it's a uh, it's I don't know if it's if it is three person only. I think um, it's four. It says it yeah, said so on the site that it was a it was quad. We recommend quads? you okay. drop in quads. So we were we were in there and we were in there as a trio, and that's probably why we were having trouble. Like we we only had like. Um, I think the highest we got was fifth, maybe. Ah, I should have um, been in there. I know. <laughs> uh, the it's almost pointless because it's there's respawns as long as your um teammates are alive until you get to the point at the end, you know, where you normally like the gulag would close. Yeah. There's a point at which respawns close. Gotcha. Toward the end, and so you you kind of have to like okay, knowing that you're probably gonna die at some point. Um, this was kind of our strategy and, and, and it seemed to work was like early on, we did a, a ton of recons to figure out where the final circle was. And then as we get closer to the, the final circle, we're like, okay, uh, it's, it's, we're, we're going to kind of hunker down or stay in the same kind of area, then do a ton of damage to, uh, one of the monsters to get our loadout. Nice. And then you kind of have to like play it basically the same way you play the other game modes um, in that, uh, or the other the other modes that are like this where there are uh, multiple teams. Then you kind of have to like if if you wipe someone, you have to make sure you it's a team wipe. Yeah, until, get them all. <laughs> yeah, and until the respawns close. Yeah, and then it's honestly the circle is so small at that point that not only is there a circle. But then King Kong and Godzilla are shooting their, like, breath or the throwing the rocks. And so, like, it makes everyone move in this tiny little circle, like, so much. Because you're trying to hide from each other, but then also dodge the, the, the things that the monsters are throwing at you. And it just, like, it kind of, like, just ex- accelerates the final circle by a hundred times. <laughs> like... You cannot stay in the same spot. Yeah, it's it basically like, like you it have to sounds like it's like constant uh, like kill streaks or constant like you know things going off like that. Basically, yeah, like yeah, where you have to move, yeah, yeah. like because I mean, you can't stay in the structures. Like it's it, you're gonna get hurt. You can't just like stay in something. Um, it's crazy. Like I I like it in that it's something different. It's something fresh. I I you know it's it's definitely a challenge. I want to win a match in this mode. Once we win a match, though, I'm probably done with it. <laughs> You're like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. It's it's too, yeah. like, it's so complicated and, like, not stressful, but it's not, you know, I don't, it's not not casual. Right. You know? Like. Right. Yeah, you're kind of, like, it's it's very, uh, it, it sounds like because, I mean, stressful might chaotic. be the right word, you know? <laughs> 
because yeah, like it, other it is, game is, modes yeah, you're right it is stressful there's like there's ups and there's downs where it's like okay there's yeah. moments of like high adrenaline but then there's also these like really big lulls in types of uh, in in uh, in those matches like and then there's obviously the occasional match that you drop into and it's just like constant firefights the whole time yeah and by the time you get out of those you're kind of just like whoo i might be done for a minute um, yeah, well, and so like, like this is just a game mode of that. <laughs> and I, I think part of it is that it's it's uh super unpredictable mm. in that like okay, so you know, in the regular game mode, if you're gonna go fight someone, I mean you can get ambushed, so it just kind of surprises you, but you never feel like, oh, like this is completely random. No, you got run up on by a whole team who right. was you know, like hunting down yeah, yeah. Recon there, or something. There's like always that, you know? something you could have done to like detect them early. Like, it's, oh, I Correct. should have had my head more on a swivel. Yes. Like, oh man, we should have spent more time moving. Like, we shouldn't have stayed yes. in this one location, all, you know, for that long or whatever. Yes. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of things where you can kind of think your way through. But whenever you have like two gigantic kaiju fighting it out, you know, <laughs> it's like the, yeah, it's like I don't know, I don't know. The building I was in just lit on fire, you know. <laughs> Yes, I, yes, that's hundred percent what it is, um, and so like, like that, especially in the final circle, it doesn't really feel like, you know, like a lot of times, at least the way that we play, uh, if you make it, if you make it to the final circle, you like we have a pretty good shot at winning. Yeah, um, yeah. As long you, as you it, like it depends on the positioning, the really. Are. It depends on like yeah. high ground and like who has what position and that sort yes. of thing. But like, like so, like, but the chances go up, like based on those things. Yes. Not that like they they go to zero, you know, if you don't right. have the high ground. Do you know what I mean? Right, and so um, just like the the forcing everyone, it's, it's basically like we. It's kind of like you have to just at that point kill everyone, like win as fast as possible. It's like all about speed, <laughs> which is, yeah. which is kind of like not how I play the game. I yeah. play it a little more like tactically, yeah, um, and slow and methodic. Right, right. It's a long grind, like where you're yeah. just kind of like yeah, you know, slowly chipping away at each other's health until you figure out like okay, I hadn't like we now have the upper hand. Let's go, you know. <laughs> Let's or you wait, yeah, like yeah. You, you know, if it's like three three teams left. You wait until they engage with each other, right. and then you're like, okay, I know exactly where they both are probably right, at right. that point. And you can either roll up on both of them and take them out, or you wait till one kills the other, and while they're like trying to regroup, you wipe them out or right. you know whatever it is. Well, in Warzone, so many times, like it's not even like so in in like Apex because it's like it's a uh, it's it's such like a more. Um, like you're sprinting, sliding, jumping, like and, and time to kill is like so much higher in that game. Like if you get one down, like on the other team, if like if you down one of them, you like the whole like and you have three v two now. Like the whole team better move in, like and take them out. Yeah. But like in but in like in Warzone, it's not really like that. Like you take like you take one person down once, and you're like, okay, by the time I get over there, I'm just gonna be like gone. You know, right. and uh, by by the other person who's looking at it, especially in quads, and so it's it's just you know it's a it's a fully on like just a team thing rather than like hey we can't just sprint our way across this whole thing, but yeah. So what you're what you're describing there is like because of this like random element of like flip a coin and you know King Kong may just decide to end you, um, and end your team specifically. <laughs> Um, it, it's a situation where like you better like not let that coin land because if it lands the wrong way you're out but if it lands you know so if you end it quickly then it'll be a higher chance of uh, of success interesting dude that's super interesting yeah 
So anyway, that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to this week? Man, so I've been up to a couple things. Um, the the main the one I want to talk about here is, Chris, I've been preparing myself for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that's coming out uh, later this month. Um, first of all, I've also been, I've been like, you know, keeping track of like, you know, some of the things I didn't watch the last, uh, trailer. That's the only thing I haven't seen of it. Um, but I've like watched some of the interviews and things like that, that they have going on, like some of the kind of promotional press tour that, uh, they've been kind of doing And Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited. Um, but also I've been catching up on comics that I potentially think might tie into some of the things within the show. So, um, Comixology Unlimited is a thing, and if you have Amazon Prime, you might be able to get a free trial of Comixology Unlimited. Um, there's also the Marvel Unlimited thing. I got to thinking today that these are all Marvel comics that I'm reading. So if you have like you're the free trial on your on your Game Pass for the Marvel Unlimited uh, comic thing, you might might be able to find these uh, through that. But I've been catching up on uh, on some of the things that will that that directly precede this show and lead up to it. Um, specifically the Darth Vader comic series um, from a while back, like whenever uh, whenever they kind of rebooted a lot of the the, the timeline and stuff. Um, it's Darth Vader from 2017 to 2018. And, uh, and on there, they have like the whole series, I believe, uh, on Comixology Unlimited that you can like, if you, you know, for that trial or for a, I think it's a subscription of like six or seven bucks, uh, for a month, you get to read all of them. And, uh, so I've been catching up on that and it's really cool so far. I really enjoy it. Um, there's also some other ones that I, I've been wanting to dive into. There's, uh, there's Star Wars. Um, what is it called? It's the Destiny Path. That's the one, and that has like some things. Supposedly, both of these have things to do with Darth Vader and the Inquisitors, um, and so like that's why I think it's going to be uh, kind of you know good backstory, good back you know back catalog reading to bring me up to date on the Inquisitors as well as Darth Vader and where uh, where some of the kind of hunting of Jedi is at in this time period because um, it is. Uh, I guess the Darth Vader comic kind of picks up right after the events of uh, of Revenge of the Sith, and then so far I've I've carried myself all the way through. I think I'm like two years away from that, which means that I'm still like eight years or seven years away from where Kenobi picks up. Um, and so anyway, so it's just kind of one of those things of uh, of of understanding where where everybody is at. Um, as far as the the universe goes, so I'm I'm very into the the, uh, the Star Wars comics right now, man. Nice, that's awesome. Um, also, I have a pick of the week. Pick of the week. Chris, I have a pick of the week, but but I think you should go with your pick of the week oh. first. Why? Oh. Because I have been talking uh, for for a while. <laughs> um, well, now that now that you say that, uh, you have made me remember that I was gonna that the Call of Duty was gonna be my pick of the week. So now I've got to figure out a new pick of the week. Oh no! All right. Well, yeah. While you figure that, that out, let me my, regale you with a tale of my pick of the week this week. <laughs> um. So my pick of the week this week is a game that is on Game Pass. And uh, and it is called the Art of Rally. 
Um, and this is a car game. It is a uh, very, very chill, top-down kind of driving uh, game. And uh, the art direction is super stylized. It's got like a cell shaded look, um, and the uh, the music is like super you know synth wavy style uh, music. And uh, and I, I basically encountered this by they're doing a physical release of it, like a collector's edition release. And I looked at the I, I saw somebody post about I think Warrior sixty four post about it or something like that. And I was like, oh. That game looks really cool. Not that I want the collector's edition, but like just the art of it looked really interesting and looked really uh, kind of stylized and, and stunning. And so I was like, hey, it's on Game Pass. Let me give it a try. Um, and it is super fun. Uh, you drive around and drift your rally cars all around. It kind of... Uh, has a few different modes that make it pretty unique. Like, so there's a free roam mode based on uh, different maps within different areas. So there's like a Japan uh, level. There's like, um, there's a Finland level that I played. Um, there's like an Italy level. So like there's these different, different areas that uh, kind of famous rally car races uh, have been, and they've just created kind of a map and a world around, um, those themes and those things and uh it's fun to drive around they have they have different collectibles that you draw, collect in the open world as you free roam which is super cool they have like uh it spells like different letters like uh r-a-l-l-y similar to like uh um tony hawk pro skater where you like you know capture like the skate thing so like some of them are puzzles where it's like oh i have to ramp off of this this hill in order to get this letter or whatever um and some of them are just sitting on the ground um and then you collect like cassette tapes and that will unlock new music and you uh you collect um oh what's the other thing you collect uh Anyway, there's some other collectibles and things. Oh, the photo spots. So like basically, oh, here, here's a really pretty area that you can kind of park in and you get a, you know, nice little still screenshot. Um, and in addition to that, you can race like, so you do like the rally races and they have kind of predefined uh, courses that you can go on and there's leaderboards and stuff like that. There's a whole campaign mode that takes you through every year of like the rally uh, championships. So like I, so far, like I've gone through like, the like i'm in the 70s right now as far as like the different cars that were available so like you kind of move ahead in in time period with what cars were available at different times um for what you're kind of racing and getting to choose from on these uh these different courses which uh is very satisfying um yeah, so far it's just a really chill time. It's very cool. I uh, I kind of liken it to like Lonely Mountain Downhill, where I can just kind of like zone out and play and listen to the the awesome synthwave uh, music. So um, if anybody has Game Pass, give it a chance. Uh, it's it's super super fun. It's only four gigs as well, so give it a shot. Chris, did you come up with a pick of the week? Oh man, the only thing I can really think of um, it kind of relates to Game Pass a little bit. Uh, so there was a. Uh what is the wait? What is the game you just talked about? Art of Rally. Okay, yeah, yeah that's what I thought. Um, the uh, there are new games coming to Game Pass, and so I was like kind of browsing through that, and one of them popped, uh, kind of caught my eye. It's called Citizen Sleeper. I don't know what it's about. I don't remember the description. Um, let me see if I can maybe pull that up. Citizen Sleeper in my Game Pass app. What once. Game Pass wants to use live to sign in. I should already be signed in. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, 
Um, I don't know what this game is about. Anyway, it has a fantastic soundtrack, John. Does it? Uh, okay, yep. so how do you know that it has a fantastic soundtrack? Because so sometimes I encounter soundtracks before I do the games, and I'm just always curious like, if that happens to other people and how. So how did you encounter so, the soundtrack? So in the description, it says something about like uh, bit something... I don't even remember. That's the thing. I was trying to look up the description in game. Here, see if you can, can pull up in your app if yep. it doesn't make you sign in. Citizen Sleeper. Okay, Citizen Sleeper. I just I looked it up on uh, on Steam and it looked really cool. So Citizen Sleeper. Citizen. Yep, there it is. All right. So the description, the description is as long as it'll actually load. There we go. Oh no, I don't think it was the description. But go ahead and read the description. Citizen Sleeper is a narrative RPG set in Erlen's Eye a ruined space station that is home to thousands of people trying to survive on the edges of an interstellar capitalist society. You are a sleeper, a digitized human consciousness in an artificial body owned by a corporation that wants you back. Oh my gosh. Thrust amongst the unfamiliar and colorful inhabitants of the eye. You need to build friendships, earn your keep and navigate the factions of this strange metropolis. If you hope to survive to see the next cycle inspired by tabletop role-playing games. Cool. So it sounded insane, and then yeah. uh, if you, uh, I remember what I did. I played the uh, the trailer. Is there a trailer that you can play? Mm, yes, They're right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha. you. Play oh. that. Oh yeah, that's good. I like it. Oh wait, I can't hear that music. No, it's in oh. my headphones. Okay, yeah. So I heard the music in the trailer, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if there's a soundtrack. And so then I went to Apple Music, found the soundtrack. And uh, started um, listening to the soundtrack. Dude, and, I'm, uh, I'm, I haven't even played this game, and I've listened through the soundtrack multiple times. I'm adding it now. Citizen yeah. Sleeper. Yes, the whole. Th- I mean, awesome. it's, it's very, it's very kind of like it's kind of like a ambient kind of like um, uh, a Tycho esque kind of electronic mood music. I guess is kind of how I'd describe it. Yeah, it's it's like that uh yeah, it's that combination of like electric guitar, palm muted electric guitar and like and and other like bit crushed elements and stuff. Yeah, it's super cool. I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh soundtrack to Citizen Sleeper. That's my pick of the week. <laughs> I love it. Not even the game, just the soundtrack. I no, love it. No. I I can't vouch for the game. You're like I've not played be, it. It could be hot garbage. I have no way to know. It looks really cool. It looks like it has like tabletop RPG elements, like with cards and and dice rolls and stuff, which is really that, cool. Well, and that's that's what I'm saying. It looks crazy, and I'm like, okay, uh, <laughs> I guess I'll try this out. Uh, I love it, dude. I love it. So my pick of the week was Art of Rally, and yours is the soundtrack for Citizen Sleeper. All right, John, our main segment. Um, I want to restart off by reading this article from Kotaku about what happened last weekend. Um, this is by Ari Notice from Kotaku. The title Xbox Network had a rough weekend. If Xbox Live was Microsoft's online gaming service at the height of its powers, then this past weekend was called Xbox Dead. For more than 36 hours in mid-May, Xbox players had trouble connecting to the Xbox Network. In some cases, Players say they couldn't even play single-player games offline that they purchased digitally. That's the big issue for me, John. Yeah. Well, there was a couple the, people who I saw say that they couldn't even authenticate, like they couldn't even put a disc in. Oh my goodness! That they owned and authenticate it that way. 
the issues started late Friday afternoon and were quickly acknowledged by Xbox's support, support staff on Twitter. At first, most critical features, the ability to play, buy, or stream games went down. A few hours later, the situation started to look up. Microsoft, its priorities clear as day, rolled out a fix that allowed players to continue buying games, but didn't do anything to address the fact that folks couldn't play or stream them. <laughs> I love it. Oh, you can still spend money. You can still give us your money, yeah. but you can't play them. <laughs> then, throughout Saturday, Microsoft repeatedly tweeted out announcements like, all users should once again be able to launch games, and we're aware that some users are unable to launch games. If you have to say it multiple times... By 1.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, issues finally appeared to subside, and Microsoft noted some continuing problems with this, its European servers. Typically, when a console's proprietary service goes down, you know what to expect. You have trouble getting into multiplayer matches. You can't start voice chats with your friends. You can't stream games. All that is par for the course, but many players reported an inability to play digital games, with some saying they couldn't even access digital versions of older Xbox 360 games. They'd run into an error... It says, the person who need, who bought this needs to sign in again, uh, despite you know being the person who bought this. <laughs> Back in November 2020, during the launch of the Xbox Series X and S, players had trouble connecting to the Xbox network, Xbox Live. Only difference that time, by designating your console as your home Xbox, you could at least play digital games you owned while you were disconnected from the internet. No word yet on why that wasn't the case this time around. Representatives from Microsoft did not immediately respond to a request for comment for this story. The result of all this, Xbox Live, trending on social media, where it still has some residual buzz. It's particularly noteworthy after all the goodwill Microsoft has garnered for being the, the rare company that provides a deeper well of backwards compatibility for older titles, as the outage displayed that offerings come with serious limitations. This weekend situation has hints of an almost decade-old misfire for Microsoft. Prior to the launch of the Xbox One in 2013, Microsoft caught heat for saying it'd require players to connect to the internet every 24 hours, a pretty extreme case of digital rights management, particularly for the era. After about a month of public backlash, the company backpedaled and said it removed DRM from the Xbox One. Nine years later, if only for a fleeting moment, we got a glimpse of what that alternate reality would have looked like. And that's the end of the article, and I would argue, John, that it's not even an alternate reality anymore. It yeah, is the reality. That is the reality now. That's yeah. the reality. We ended up with happens. the same like, reality that they were talking about back in 2013, whether it just happened, they just did it anyway. Right, yeah. There's you know? no difference. It's just it took no. us longer to get there, you know? It took us longer to get there, and like, and arguably, like, I can't... The, the, this is the, this is the problem. Like, I get it. Like, I understand how that happens. I understand how it, like... like in a always on, always connected world, it makes sense. Like uh, the only issue then comes down to when it's a game that theoretically doesn't require the internet to play. <laughs> why all of this gums up the system and you have to be connected to the internet. Like, can you not? Uh, maybe you can't, but can you not just go buy buy a Xbox One X or S at the store, n plug it in, and then pop in a game disc and play? No, the answer is no. no. 
Um, okay. It, it says like, and even like PlayStation, same deal though. Like it says, in order to do the initial startup and initial setup for those devices, I think they have to be connected to the internet, or mm. you have to load whatever update onto a USB from an internet connected device and then plug it into your your box. Well, well and, and if that's the case, then then like uh, cool, like then that's those are the rules now, you know? Yeah. Like. Whether we like it or not, I mean, I can't buy even on my. Uh, I was buying some 3DS games a few weeks ago. You know, like uh, even I have to re-download the latest operating system, mm-hmm. or like in order to just access the the eShop, mm-hmm. like and buy games on a 3DS. Yeah. You know, like I, yeah, we're just we're kind of like I don't know. We're just if in it's that. Good or, it's the future. Whether it's good or bad, yeah, we're here. Yeah. On everything. And the only problem here, like, so the, the biggest issue that I see with this this style of, like, however their systems for the DRM work and however they potentially malfunctioned, like, I, I would really love to, to, to get some clarity on, like, how do they, like, how should this have operated? Because, like, whenever something on a server somewhere goes down, you should still be able to, like, authenticate your games via the disc that you have, right? Like, so you have the game installed, but you, and so if you put in a disc, you should be able to still have that work. If you have it installed on your thing, like, I feel like you should be able to still access that even if their network is down. Um, because like, you know, you say like, okay, on your, your three DS, you don't have to be connected all the time. Like you have to be connected to buy things from the store. You have to be updated to the latest OS to buy something from the store, but you don't have to be connected after that point. You can still play your games after that point, as long as they're not like online games. Um, It's the weird thing is like, okay, you could, you just can't play a single player, like non multiplayer, non online game at all. Like there's no network, anything like that. Nobody could access those games. Um, so it's it's just it's it's an over I feel like it's just it they need to adjust the system to work a little bit better whenever there is an outage like that. Yeah, like the it depends on what what's actually happening and like I think it's it's interesting. Yeah. And maybe they have at this point. I don't think so though. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any explanation of what yeah. exactly. It depends on what happened. Like it depends on the weird part of it to me is the pushing out a fix to the boxes, which implies that the, there was some problem with the way that, um, yeah, that the Xboxes uh, and the software and the X loaded onto the Xboxes was interacting with Microsoft's systems, and right. so it, it, whether it was a, a a problem with the with the the Xbox OS in the first place, mm. or it was something. Like that changed on the back end that Microsoft couldn't change on their end at that point. You know what I mean? Like it was like a see, server wide regional thing, possibly. Yeah, if, uh, as if they rolled it out. Like- if potentially like, oh, something went wrong with our server and in order to get our fix on that we've made on our end, on the server end, to work with the boxes, we have to update the boxes now. Or like or the, if yeah, it's like, like the, the OS was just corrupted or, or wrong from the exactly. beginning. Exactly. Or like like whatever they were rolling out, like they couldn't roll back to like a previous version on their end. So like the only way to fix it you know, like it's this was not a normal it didn't doesn't like the way that it it happened and the way that it it, it the fix kind of rolled out, it didn't seem like a normal uh problem. Right, right. Yeah, it didn't seem like a a nor like cause I mean I didn't get an update. 
um, that I know of. It probably auto updated, but like I and I also didn't ever like have my box go down. Like I was fine, yeah. but like there's other people that we know in like you know in other areas that are more you know they couldn't access anything. Um, and so like it's yeah it's it's a uh, for it to be like a localized issue it makes me think servers like whatever server you're connecting to is not authenticating correctly, but then for the fix to be local it just seems like okay well, you know i don't know i don't know what the deal was you know then in that well, case it's like, you know because like you think about some of the outages we've had in the past you know like most of them have come from like uh denial of service attacks yeah, like a ddos and, yeah yeah and so like uh it's all it's completely has nothing to do with what your box is doing it has right. everything to do with what's happening on the server side right and, like, and in somehow, those cases most of the time you can still like your box will still access the games yeah. that you've purchased and downloaded and, already and, and i'm you sure just there's some developer anymore. who's listening to this being like chris you're completely wrong you're an idiot uh <laughs> that's always possible <laughs> Uh, but uh, this that's that's my very uninformed opinion yeah. of like what I think happened. Yeah, yeah. That and being like, said, like uh, you know, I mean, there are times when like uh, iOS services are down, or like mm-hmm. your uh, Verizon services like uh, access is down, or sure. like I, again. I think some of that is to be expected. Yeah, some of it's to be expected, and like I mean, whether or not we want to be in the world of Skynet, we're kind of there. <laughs> Yeah. And like, and I guess like, that's the thing is like, I, I need to know how, how is this supposed to work whenever there's an outage? Because I don't know if it, if this was, if this was like the intention all along, or if this is like, oh, this was beyond like a, you know, the, the standard problem. Like, um, cause like if this worked as intended, it's like, okay, I kind of wish you guys would change how you intend this to work. That's, and that's on you. But if it's like, if this was just like, Man, you know, this was like, you know how like in game development, like people talk about like how you change one tiny little thing and it'll break like everything else. And so like, I'm just like, is this, is this, you know, a butterfly effect situation where like something went wrong in one place and then now the entirety of, uh, you know, the, the Southwest has no, no gaming capability on an Xbox. I don't know. Like it's, uh, it's fascinating. And and the fact that they haven't like kind of come out and detailed, like here's how everything should work um, is a problem. I do know like, you know, with PlayStation in the past, like the whole, like, Hey, I have to identify this as my primary box. Right. And obviously like I've made sure that both of my boxes are, are identified as the primary console. Right. And that has been a problem for like PlayStation outages or for even Xbox outages in the past where it's just the service that's down, not like, not being able to access games that I've already purchased. Um, or if I have to turn off my internet, like if my internet is down, as long as my box is assigned as my home console, there's like a certain period of time that I can, you know, I, or any of the games that I've purchased personally, I can play those games. No problem. Um, you know, but it's just this one and being so, so unique to the fact that like even games you've purchased already downloaded to your console can't play them. It's just such a, such a strange occurrence that uh, I feel like there was must have been some problem there, and uh, and you know hopefully hopefully companies take note, and this type of thing is uh, has some sort of a, a better better solution, better workaround, more timely solution in the in the future. Yeah. Um, that being said, um, the I like every. I don't know that, you know, like, I think we all take for granted the the services and the things that we have. And, like, I don't know that we all, like, 
always respect the level of, um, I don't know, like it just takes one domino to fall yeah. and this whole house of cards comes tumbling down. And uh, like, I mean, uh, and then we revert to the stone age, you know, like it's, 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 it's precarious. It's a precarious place to be in yeah. uh, for a world that relies so heavily on technology and, and um, infrastructure uh, data infrastructure to uh to exist definitely definitely yeah and, and and you figure like the big tech companies are like oh man they you know they'll have a fix soon but like this one like it went on a little bit longer than i would have anticipated like and i think about the great playstation outage like whenever that whole thing happened it was just like it was weeks and weeks at that point for that thing um and so but like i always think like oh yeah but we're past those days but i'm not you know i'm I'm not 100% certain that we're, we're past the, those days. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's all I have with this story, John. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's about all I have, too. Uh, you know, the uh, Xbox has had a particularly, like, stressful week because we didn't talk about it, uh, you know, as far as the news goes because it's really small. But, like, they're, they're two big games for 2022 have been now delayed to 2023 the first half of 2023 but still like uh so star starfield and uh redfall are both now delayed till 2023 so it's been uh you know been been a rough rough week for xbox (laughs) (laughs) yeah All right. Well, you can find us online at stayontarget.podcast.com on social at chriswright250 and johnwright777 and at stay, stay on Target Pod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, stay on, on Target. Target.